This is Levi Bracken with the Jewish Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. A number of people listen to this podcast regularly. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to let me know. You can reach me at levi at invone.com. That's L-E-V-I at I-N-V-O-W-N.com. Or levi.brackman at gmail.com. That's my first name dot my last name at gmail.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to also leave a review and let other people know about it as well. Now that we've got that behind us, let's jump into the topic that we're going to talk about today. And that is the new and the old. What do I mean by that? Well, lots of people, they see the world in black and white. Either they live in the new or they live in the old. And very few people are really successfully able to straddle the two. What do I mean by the new and the old? Well, here we go. So the old world is the world in which humanity lived in for the majority of its history. The enchanted world. The world of the magical. The world where we weren't able to fully explain physical phenomena. And therefore we assigned cause for whatever we saw on the magical. We said, well, the reason why people got sick was because they sinned. The reason why tragedy befell somebody was because they weren't good. They sinned or they behaved poorly, either towards God or towards their fellow human. It was a world in which when good things happened, we said that that was because of all the blessings that that individual had been able to get from God or the gods, depending on which part of the historical era you are talking about. There were times before the monotheistic religions when people believed in the gods, in many, many gods. And today, most people believe in one god. So most people today are monotheists, but there are still people who believe in many, many gods. But for the majority of human history, because we were unable to explain how things happened based on science, we assigned blame to the magical or to God. And most people lived a life where God loomed very large for them. And they spent most of their life trying to please God in some way or another, and therefore hope that they would get blessings and therefore they would live a good life. And the way in which people were able to successfully live a good life was to make sure that they were good to God and they were following what God wanted. And many religions still have that till this very day. But over the last 150 years or so, the world has really undergone a transformation due in no small amount to the scientific method, the world has really gone through what philosophers have called the process of disenchantment. And disenchantment is really to be understood as when something which seems magical loses its sense of magic. To elaborate on that a little bit more, when you don't understand how something works, and it looks like it's magic. Wow, that's amazing. How does that happen? And you're blown away by it. Then you are enchanted by the thing. You think it's magical. It's amazing. It's even holy. But then once you understand it for what it is and how it works, now you can explain it and it loses its sense of magic, its sense of enchantment, 
and it becomes mundane. Yes, I understand how that works. So it's no longer magical. That is the process of disenchantment, the process of where previously you think the thing is magical and therefore revered and holy, something which you think of is somehow the product of something which you don't understand and beyond you, and then you start to understand how that works, you go through that process of disenchantment. Now, the world in general has gone through that process of disenchantment over the last number of hundred years. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean? There's still a lot of very religious people around. Yes, there are. But I would argue, and so do many others, that even very religious people have gone through a process of disenchantment in many ways. Most religious people today, if you told them that there was a hurricane, they wouldn't automatically think that, oh no, somebody somewhere in the world made God very angry and therefore he brought a hurricane upon them. They would understand that there are weather systems and those weather systems occur the way they do and sometimes they will cause hurricanes and sometimes unfortunate people will be in their way and therefore get hurt by the hurricane. We have hurricane season here in the United States every year and very often it hits Florida. Now in Florida they have created buildings which enable them to withstand the hurricane. So humans have protected themselves against hurricanes because they understand how hurricanes occur. And therefore now you can weather a hurricane and not get hurt. Once upon a time in the olden days, when people didn't understand how hurricanes happened, they thought that it was God's wrath. And therefore God was angry at these people year after year after year. And one may have said that the people of Florida were particularly wicked and sinful people. And therefore they got hurricanes very often. Well, today we understand that that's not the way it works, and no one, even very religious people, don't assign blame to the people who become the victims of hurricanes. But the only thing they might say is, well, those people should build buildings that can withstand hurricanes. So if they get hurt, we blame them for not building buildings that can withstand hurricanes. But we don't blame them for their sins. So that is a process of disenchantment. Once upon a time, we thought that hurricanes were the result of God's anger, and now we understand what they really are. And my argument is that that even very religious people have also gone through that process of disenchantment in many ways. They no longer have magical thinking when it comes to severe weather events. Similarly, with regard to illness, once upon a time, one thought that illness came about because God was angry with people. Well, even religious people today mostly don't think that when someone gets ill, it's because God was angry or upset. They understand that there's DNA and some people are genetically predisposed to certain types of illnesses and ailments, and therefore they might get sick. And today we can go and do DNA sequencing and figure out what that predisposition is and perhaps put in safeguards to see whether one can ensure that one doesn't get sick, or at least if one does, one can detect it early enough so that the proper treatment can be there. The same thing is with regards lots of other kinds of ailments. One is able to get screened for all kinds of things long before they may occur. I, for example, recently was screened for different types of heart diseases because I'm now in my 40s and 
one should know one's heart health in one's 40s i recommend anyone listening to this should also if they're in their middle age also try and get screened for one's heart health but i did that to know what might be coming up soon and then what actions i need to take in order to ensure that i can remain healthy once upon a time one would have argued that if one got sick well that was because one sinned today we have science and we can say, well, it's because you ate unhealthily or you weren't weren't careful enough with your health. You didn't take care of it. You didn't get properly screened. You didn't exercise enough. And that is the reason why one can get sick and not because of the anger of the gods and or of God if you are monotheist. So even religious people think this way. So there has been a disenchantment that has taken place not only in the secular world, but also in the religious world. People are have become disenchanted. In other words, that magical thinking has started to dissipate. Once upon a time, it was very difficult not to think magically. Today, in many ways, it is very difficult to think magically because one has all this information at one's fingertips. So what often happens, though, is that one lives in a world where there has been disenchantment and magical thinking is no longer there. And as a result, people become very secular and everything is all only about how one can explain things from a scientific perspective. And there's no magical thinking at all. And perhaps that is, one might argue, a good thing in many ways. But I would argue that Enchantment and magical thinking is actually a positive thing. And here is the reason why. Historically, as humans, most of our existence, we have lived in an enchanted world. It is only relatively recently that most people, at least in the West, have become fully disenchanted. And as a matter of fact, people are becoming more and more secular and more and more disenchanted. And as the younger generation grows up, they're less likely to believe in magical thinking. And religion has suffered as a result. Fewer and fewer people are religious. And fewer and fewer people are actually spiritual. And so people are just very much by the book, trying to understand how things work from a scientific perspective. And if they can't explain it, they say that it doesn't exist. That is the extreme that we live in today as an enchant in a disenchanted world. The other extreme, represented perhaps by someone I know very well, he has lived a religious life, very religious life, brought up like I was, very, very religious and orthodox. We haven't really shared this often on this podcast, but I was brought up incredibly religious, and I did not get any kind of general studies education. So very limited math, very limited English education. And beyond third grade, I literally didn't do any math or English up until I was in my mid-20s when I, early to mid-20s when I started to go to university. But up until that point, all I studied was Talmud, Bible, the Torah, and Jewish mystical texts, Hasidut. 
And that was really all I learned. And that, and that was really my worldview. And I lived, in many ways, an enchanted life. When I look around at some of my friends who also lived that life and continue to live that life, they really haven't progressed since then. They still live an enchanted life. And when you talk to them about phenomena in the world around us, they straight away go to magical thinking. And everything's God, and everything comes from God, and everything has an explanation from a God point of view. Now, this isn't me saying that that is negative, but that is the opposite extreme of that. That is someone who only sees things from a God perspective. Some of those people, even till this day, would explain earthquakes and hurricanes and illnesses from the perspective of God. As a matter of fact, I recall very vividly once when I criticized something and someone telling me that, you know, that kind of criticizing something holy leads to cancer. That was their thinking, magical thinking. In other words, you say something which is negative towards the thing which they consider to be holy or enchanted, and they think the results of that is that that cause can cause illness. Another example, I recently read an article from somebody who said that listening to certain types of secular music can cause illness and headaches and ringing in the ears and that type of thing. And obviously, that is, again, magical thinking. There is obviously zero evidence that the kind of music one listens to can cause any types of illness. But if you predominantly think magically, then you can believe that. There's the other entire thing where people who don't understand that correlation does not imply causation and have a total lack of understanding of the scientific method are much more likely to think magically than people who understand the scientific method and have been schooled in statistics and science. Those people will understand better how things work and how that correlation does not imply causation. And there are all kinds of spurious correlations that don't mean that that is the way things really work and therefore have the tools to be able to disabuse themselves of many of the notions which come about through magical thinking. So that is the other extreme, though, where there is no magical thinking happening at all, or there is only magical thinking. And there aren't that many people who are able to straddle the two between magical thinking and disenchantment. And let me explain why I think that it's important to be able to straddle the two. Because historically, for the majority of humans' existence, we've lived in a world where magical thinking and enchantment has dominated. It definitely, therefore, has some kind of value. It enables us, in many ways, to survive. Because humans are meaning makers. We want to understand how things work. And we will assign meaning to things even when meaning doesn't exist. So it's important to understand that magical thinking has a very important part to play in our ability to feel a sense of well-being because we need to have meaning and magical thinking often gives us meaning. But it goes beyond that. It is important for us humans to understand that 
just because we can explain many more things than we've ever been able to explain in our past human history, that does not mean that we can explain everything. There are many things that we still don't understand and we still have an inability to explain. Now, one would argue that that doesn't mean that therefore we should say that it's because anything which we don't understand, therefore we should blame on God or some kind of supreme being. However, it also doesn't mean that we shouldn't. In other words, in the olden days, in an enchanted world, everything was explained by God. Anything we didn't understand, we said, well, that is because God caused it. And we blamed all our lack of understanding on God. Today, in a disenchanted world, we say that we can understand things. We can use a scientific method to try and figure things out. And therefore, we don't need God because we can understand things without ever having to come to the God explanation. Those are the two extremes. What I'm saying is that today we have to understand the things that we understand and the things that we know. And then there are things which are still unknowable, many things which are unknowable. And it behooves us as humans to maintain that magical thinking for the things that are unknowable, because that is what will give us meaning. And meaning, it turns out, is very important to humans. So to live a world where we say, well, I'm not going to be able to explain it, and therefore it doesn't exist, is a, very, is a world which lacks meaning. I was recently listening to a clip on YouTube from Christopher Hitchens, the famous atheist. And he was asked, well, if you don't have God, what is the meaning to life? And he went on to basically say that, well, what adds meaning to his life is the joy that he gets from seeing the misery of other people. And also, he said, sex is also something which he greatly enjoys. Now, of course, he said this somewhat tongue-in-cheek. However, when you don't have any magical thinking and all you have is that which you can explain, it really does make life entirely devoid of meaning because you have all these, well, what, what's the point? Is there anything higher? Is there anything greater? And the answer, obviously, to those people is no because they have become entirely disenchanted with life. So what I'm arguing here is the balance between the two. Don't live with your head in the sand and try and live an entirely enchanted life where you are ignoring anything with regard to the scientific method. But at the same time, don't try and live an entirely disenchanted life where you don't have any room for enchantment whatsoever. You need a balance between these two things. On the one hand, you have enchantment. On the other hand, you have disenchantment. Now, this is a very challenging thing to live because we as humans, we don't really see shades of gray. So for us to synthesize these two things is very challenging. Disenchantment is relatively new to the human condition. And because of that, we don't know long term what kind of positive or negative impact it might have. For the majority of our existence, as I mentioned, we've been living in an enchanted world where we've been able to explain most things by saying it came from God or prior to 
monotheism from the gods. Today, where a lot of people are becoming more and more secular, we then have a situation where most people are trying to say, well, we can explain things, and those things which we can't explain, well, one day we'll understand them, but there isn't anything more to the world than that which we can explain. That also, I say, is negative because it leads to a life which is devoid of meaning. I'm not going to argue that it leads to a life which is devoid of morals because there are many ways in which we can create morals from a scientific perspective. Now, not everyone will agree what those morals are, but I'm not arguing that any kind of supreme power is has the only ability to create morals because then everyone has their own supreme power and explains that, well, my morals come from my supreme power, and therefore my morals are better. So I'm not going to make that argument, but I am going to make the argument that without any kind of enchantment, it is very difficult to live a meaningful life because everything in that case is explainable by the empirical evidence that we see and everything has the potential to be explained that way. And therefore, what's the purpose of it all? When you have an enchanted life, when you believe in enchantment, you end up with expansive possibilities of the reasons for things because now you believe in something which is higher and greater than oneself and then the possibilities of end are endless for why things are the way they are now it's important to clearly understand the limits of this as well that it's what you believe in and not what you know and then each and every single person can have their own personal belief with regards these things and no one knows for sure who's right and who's wrong the religions of old they all believed very strongly that their conception of things was the correct one and everyone else's was wrong here in this way of thinking there's really a relativism which exists and that is that yes there is magical thinking we do not think that everything that exists is all that exists or everything that we can prove exists is all that exists and there's something beyond and there is a greater cause or power beyond it but we're not arrogant enough to necessarily say that we know exactly what that is and that our conception of that thing is the correct conception rather we're saying that there is something beyond and there's this massive unknowable wondrous thing that exists beyond us we might not know exactly what that is but we can start believing all types of things with regard to that and that then gives us purpose and meaning in our life because when you think that this is all there is and there's nothing else beyond this life can get rather dispiriting so even if one might argue that maybe we're wrong about it it's just better to live a life of enchantment. It adds meaning. It makes life more worth living than living a life without any enchantment whatsoever. So what my argument here is that one should have a balance between the two. On the one hand, live in this world, a world which is of disenchantment, a world where a lot of those ancient beliefs have been disabused. On the other hand, don't get rid of enchantment entirely because there's a lot of room for enchantment even in a disenchanted world. Now, in a practical sense, how does one operationalize this? Well, there there's a lot of ancient teachings 
religious teachings, which are really valuable that one can incorporate into one's life, even in a disenchanted life. And in addition to that, there is a lot of wonder and belief in doing greater things that somehow that can have a greater impact in the world around us. And so maybe that does impact on a higher realm. Who knows that it doesn't? And if one believes that it does, and that motivates us to become better people, then that is a positive thing in all. So operationalizing this means that one one has a little bit of humility to say that one doesn't know everything. There is the unknown. And the unknown is something which we can start to believe various things about. And one can look to various religious teachings and various spiritual teachings to help us decide what to believe in that realm of the unknown. I'd love to hear your feedback. Get in touch with me. I gave you my contact details at the beginning of the podcast. I'll give it to you again. It's levy at invone.com or my first name dot my last name at gmail.com. Write a review about this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And meanwhile, have a wonderful day.